This podcast is brought to you by the Trillium Awakening Teacher's Circle. To find out more about how to grasp the means of your own awakening, visit our website at www.trilliumawakening.org. So the theme that I am bringing today, I'm using the expression, sensing non-separateness via our connection to the web of life, nature, and the elements. So as we know with um, our Trillium Awakening, the sense of non-separateness is a key component, component in our whole being realization. And it actually, um, there's a couple different ways it shows up in life. One of them is just that sense of we're not separate from that underlying field of the unmanifest creation. But I also find in my own life that there's this growing sense of non-separateness with all of the manifest world as well. And that seems to be part of what some people this happens for early in their awakened life. And some people it's um, a little bit later. But I think that as the awakening progresses, we do sense that non-separateness with um with the rest of life and um let me ask you too just during this if other of you can just um mute yourself so we have a clearer audio that'd be great i found this um a reference to albert einstein um who once talked about the illusion that's created by the belief in separation he um he actually described it as a prison that restricts our awareness of the connection to the whole. Now in Trillium, we speak of this paradoxical nature of our whole being, that we are both um, human with a life of limits, while, which means that our bodies are limited in time and space. Before we glimpse awakening, we tend to experience ourselves more, we're more identified with ourselves as being separate from the rest of creation, separate from wholeness. And this would be like that illusion that Einstein refers to, the delusion that's a kind of a prison for us. On our task um, of a, on on our path of awakening, our task is to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all of life. So that we can begin to sense our non-separateness from all living creatures, including humans, and not just those few that we might become close to in our lifetime, but to all. And this path, we will also sense our non-separateness with the whole of nature, the natural world. Now, this idea for many uh, modern people might seem impossible. And yet this larger sense of connection is a reality that's been held by indigenous people since the beginning of time. From in those indigenous cultures, and many of them still exist today, from birth, the stories, the legends, the myths, even the dance and the song speak and point to an expanded kinship, a network that surrounds us all. And this includes both other human beings but also they might even believe in the beings of the land, the water, the air. And on one of my trips to Peru, one of the elders there, and, um, and in some of these elders, um, 
don't even speak Spanish. And their whole worldview is so strikingly different from ours, it's often difficult for them to simplify things in a way that we can understand. But one of the elders was asked, if you could tell us only one thing, what would it be? And he said, everything is alive. And by everything, I mean everything. And I kind of stopped about that. And it's like, okay, yeah, trees are alive and the grass is alive. But by that, he meant the mountain is alive and the grain of sand is alive. And through that aliveness, we can become a sense of an easy doorway to a sense of non-separateness. So in our meditation today, we'll point in that direction. Now, as you all know, with all guided meditations, you might discover that you are going in a different direction than, than my voice is leading you. And that, of course, is completely fine. Just trust yourself and go with the path that you're being led to. And when, but at the same time, if it feels right to you to come to my words, um, please follow along. So we'll begin. I notice that many of you already have your eyes closed. And I like to begin with the breath, just simply noticing your breath. However, it's happening right now. There's no need to change it in any way. Just notice. The breath is always in the present moment. And breath is always embodied. So it's a beautiful doorway. Bringing awareness to the breath brings us to the present moment and it brings us into our body. And as we continue with our meditation, take a moment to sense inside for anything that feels like a resource to you right now. I'll give you some examples. It might be showing up as an inner sense of ease or one of peace. Maybe there's an inner sense of aliveness or just a sense of okayness, a fundamental well-being that's, that's there to some degree. There also could be a sense of expansion or spaciousness. So I'm just offering a few ideas of something inside that can feel like a resource. And sometimes it can just be a memory. A memory of a day that you, you know, sat in a hammock. And the sun was shining. The temperature was just right. But you can carry that inside you. So just an idea of a resource, and you might notice a resource very strongly or just really subtle right now. It's okay. And you might find it's something that feels like a resource inside that is there even along with some discomfort or a lot of discomfort. Notice that both can be there. I'll give you a little bit of time to notice that. And sense it freshly as a resource shows up now.
Now bring, bring your attention from the, out, from the inside where you are sensing for support. And sense for the support that you're feeling that's there based on what you're sitting on. The chair, the cushion, the floor, whatever you're sitting on. Notice that you're resting on it and it's supporting you. See if it's okay to rest into that sense of support a little, even a little more fully. You're being held. Not too far below what you're sitting on is the earth. Maybe there's a floor and a foundation, but there is the earth not too far below. Rest into being into the sense of being held by the earth. We'll spend a little more time considering the earth. You might want to bring to mind the soil. There's a great web of fungal and microorganisms in the soil that support the life of the plant kingdom. The tree roots grow deep into the soil and intertwine. The roots of one tree intertwine with the other, supporting the height of the trees. And those trees share and send nourishment to each other. Since if you can send your energetic roots into the womb of Mother Earth, connecting deeply to that source, the earth itself, the soil itself is teeming with life. Consider for a moment the geography of the land you're in. Even if it's, you live in a large city, land is always preserved as parks. And in those parks, we might have a sense of if there is, if there is kind of a rolling change in ele- elevation. We might have a sense for the kind of plants that grow. And those of you that live closer to nature, you can bring into your mind's eye the sense of the natural world around you, the earth itself, the grasslands, the prairies, the meadows. And consider for a moment this energetic realm of the earth, the soil, that you can plant the seeds of your becoming into that soil. Let the earth allow those seeds to be held. We'll consider, we'll continue sensing the other elements and our connection and how they live in each of us. We are supported and united by them. Turning our attention to water. Touch into the sense of water in your landscape. There may be, or there will be, somewhere close by, rivers, lakes, 
streams, ocean, rain, snow, or fog. Even in a desert, rains come from time to time feeding the land. And deep below the earth are aquifers. Connect with the water that is in your land. I'll give you a moment to bring to mind maybe or maybe there's a body of water you visited at some point in time that really feel, feeds your soul. I know for me when I get to one of those great lakes that are not too far from me. I've driven to the Mississippi. I've seen many oceans. Connect with water. This is the water that will germinate the seeds of your becoming. Let's move our attention to fire, the element of fire. Sense and remember when you've been with fire. And in this case, we'll ask you to bring to mind a domesticated or safe fire, such as a campfire or a wood-burning um, stove. And I honor that some of you have lived in areas that have been devastated by wildfires, the energy of that. But just for now, we'll bring to, to mind a safe fire, the warmth of it, maybe gathering around a campfire with friends and loved ones. But we need that fire. We bring it into our house in ways that doesn't look so fiery today. Electricity heats our house, cooks our food. But all of that power of fire comes actually at one point came from the sun. Even if it's coal, it came from, for at one point was a living plant that came, that got its life from the sun. That fiery, life-giving energy. We need the sun. We need that fire. Our planet revolves around the fiery planet of um, fiery body of the sun, and that sun allows the plants to grow. There's an interconnectedness of the plants as a basic food source that the animals eat, that we eat. The sunlight will allow the seeds of our becoming to sprout. When they sprout above the soil, they'll continue to grow. We need that fire. Let's take a moment to sense the air, the element of air. The air that we breathe. Our breath has supported our life since our birth. 
and will continue to support our life until we exhale for the last time. Take a moment just to connect to the element of air. For some, this sense of air can become like a metaphor. It's so vast and subtle, clear and unseen. It's pervasive. It can remind us of the unmanifest. Unseen yet always there, vast and subtle. Now returning to our metaphor of these seeds that we have planted in the soil, that were germinated by the water, that grew into strong plants through the sunlight, the fiery sunlight. Those plants of our becoming in time, with the help of all these elements, will flower and fruit and produce seeds. And then the air, when it moves as wind, will help scatter those seeds so that our gifts are shared widely. And many traditions consider a fifth element, given many subtle names. You might just call it consciousness, the unmanifest, the transcendent. That which underlies and supports all of the natural world. Invite it to be here too. And we can bring in mind that all of the elements, earth, water, fire, and air, are nothing but manifestations of consciousness. Let this field of consciousness hold you. It has no agenda or judgment. Take some time, sense how you are the embodied feeling. You have the embodied feeling of non-separateness via our connection to the web of life, to nature and the elements. Sense how that is here right now. Sense for that connection, that non-separateness with the web of life, with all the elements, and with the silent field of consciousness. We'll meditate in silence for about 10 minutes. It's okay if you lose track of where this meditation is taking to you. When you realize that you've drifted into other thoughts, you can come back to any of the elements in your connection to them right now. I'll watch the time for you.
We'll begin to bring this meditation to a close. I'll say a few words. You can keep your eyes closed for a bit longer. Or if you want to begin to open them downcast, that's fine too. The entire, entire physical world around us, all of creation, is both the hiding place and the revelation place for wholeness. A place that reveals consciousness. A place that reveals the unmanifest ground of being. Well, it also hides it. Perhaps you'd like to include an invitation today. That in addition to sensing for and inviting our connection to the natural world and the elements, perhaps we also want to include an invitation to ancestors and guides. It might be there too, on a subtle level, to inform us, to embrace us, to protect us. Sense into your heart and invite a blessing for all of creation. Perhaps you can start with the natural world that's closest to where you live. Again, even if it's only a city park. Surely not too far from where you live, there is a stream, a lake, a hill, a forest, a meadow. And give a blessing to it. Let your blessing flow from the natural world to the man-made world. To your city or town. Your region, your country. When it feels right to you, I invite you to open your eyes. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast from the Trillium Awakening Teacher Circle. The musical accompaniment is Awaken by Wayne Kington. To learn more about Wayne and his music, visit www.waynejosephkington.com. Thank you.